Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The FT. Welcome to World Weekly with me, Ben Hall. On the show this week, we'll be looking at the Winter Olympics in Sochi and the image of modern Russia that the Games project across the world. Even by Olympic superlative standards, Sochi is an extraordinary event, the most expensive Winter Games ever, the personal project of President Vladimir Putin, Russia's omnipresent leader, and it's been bankrolled by the country's billionaire oligarchs. Joining me down the line from Russia is Catherine Hiller, the FT's Moscow bureau chief, and with me in the studio is Neil Buckley, the FT's East Europe editor. Catherine, can I start with you? We had the build-up, all the snags and the preparations, the big concerns about security. Are we now just seeing a normal Winter Olympic contest? Well, I think for the moment, attention is finally starting to focus on sports. But I think we'll have to wait until the Games are over to judge whether it was normal Olympic Games or not. My impression is that, a bit surprisingly, the Russian middle class or Russian educated people are starting to feel kind of a wave of patriotism. And some of them have started to defend Russia against what they feel is too negative and too cynical comments from the West. And that kind of change of heart has mainly been driven by rather supportive attitude towards the opening ceremony, which has gained broad support and was perceived as being very, very beautiful. But whether that is enough to help President Vladimir Putin gain broader support through the Games, I think that's an entirely different question. Do you think Russians are feeling patriotic more because of the negative portrayal of the Games, particularly in the Western media, or more because they actually genuinely see this as being a success already? I think it's a bit of defensive reaction. To me, it's interesting to see how this is, to some extent, similar to what happened during the Olympics in China in 2008. You may remember that in the run-up to those games, there was a lot of criticism in the West, and there were a lot of problems with the Olympic torch run, the international leg of that, and Western criticism of China's rule in Tibet at the time triggered a very angry backlash amongst Chinese students in Western countries, and there was a wave of patriotism triggered by that. I'm skeptical that we'll see anything to that extent in Russia here, because my impression is that most Russians are much, much more cynical towards their own government than the Chinese. Neil, do you think President Putin can use the games to validate his style of government? I'm not sure that he can use the games to validate his style of government or that that, to be honest, was ever the aim, actually. I mean, if you go back to the the period when Russia applied to hold these winter games back in the mid 2000s, Russia was bouncing back, still in the process of bouncing back after the 1990s, when most Russians, frankly, went through a terrible time. The economy virtually collapsed, living standards plummeted, 
It was a very chaotic, very stressful time for many. And I, I'm not sure that the, the whole thing was about validation of his rule. It was, it was about marking the fact that Russia was coming back. It was getting back onto its feet after that terrible period. And it was an opportunity to give the country a, a showcase for itself on the world and, and an opportunity to feel good about itself again. And I think it's probably achieving those things. The political context has changed since then. Mr Putin's facing more opposition to his rule than he was six years ago. He's less popular now than he was then. So perhaps he personally has more invested in it now than he did then. But I think it's uh, probably achieving the aim of giving Russia the chance to have a good time and feel good about itself. And will the glow last for long, do you think? That's a very interesting question. I think it depends what happens in some some places near Russia or next door to Russia. I've, I've spent time recently in Kiev in Ukraine, where I think Russia is playing a not very positive role, in fact, a rather negative, perhaps malign role, both publicly and behind the scenes and what's going on in Ukraine. I think if we see the situation deteriorate there and Russia is seen to be contributing to that or behind that, then that could quickly result in any gloss to Russia's image that's been applied by the Sochi Olympics being rubbed off pretty fast. But we won't necessarily see that happen, but I certainly think that's a danger. Catherine, do you think President Putin will draw a lot of benefit from the games? I think it partly depends on how he manages to use the imagery and slogans and memories from the games domestically also. If the public really ends up feeling good about the games and if this sense of joy and patriotism prevails, then this could be an instrument in building support and making people more positive. But we've already seen that Mr Putin's government has tighten its grip on the domestic media and television in particular plays a very large role in building public opinion in Russia. If in the style of a propaganda machine the government uses, for example, pictures from throughout the games in the years ahead, we've seen that happening in other countries, then that could be an instrument that could work to some extent. Catherine, conversely, do you think actually that in the build-up there was a lot of concern about a clampdown in Russia on gay rights, etc., etc.? That seems to have not quite crystallised in the way that many people had thought. Are we guilty, perhaps, in the West of exaggerating the authoritarian drift of this president? I'm not so sure about that. If you look at the measures Mr Putin's government has taken over the past few years then there is clearly a tendency towards more authoritarian rule. And I don't think that some steps taken over the past few months, such as an amnesty and the release of Mikhail Khodorkovsky and of the Pussy Riot members, that's quite enough to justify the argument that the West has been too critical or too negative on that front. Especially if you look at the continued crackdown on people who are criticizing or demonstrating against some of the effect of Olympic construction. There have been a number of protests since last week, and over the weekend there have been total arrests of more than 60 people, and we've seen a verdict in the case of an environmental activist today who was sentenced to three years in detention for a protest in the Sochi context. So I don't think that we're being overly critical here. If I could come in on that, um, just to add to what Catherine's saying, I don't think that we in the West or in the Western media have exaggerated the authoritarian elements, the authoritarian drift in the Putin system. But I do think that in the run-up to Sochi, 
there was a certain pettiness, almost a nastiness, that actually that crept into some of the coverage of, of the games. I think uh, some people were almost setting them up to fail, and I think that ultimately was was unfair. And I think that has provoked uh, the kind of counter-reaction that Catherine spoke about in Russia among Russians saying, well, people are being unfair to us about these games and actually they're turning out rather well and we want to feel proud of them. So I think uh, the West does need to be careful in, in the way that it portrays Russia and not to be unfair about things that are not merited. Do you think that the aftermath of the games offer an opportunity for Russia or Vladimir Putin perhaps to reconsider his attacks on the West on this sense that, from his point of view anyway, that uh, many of the ills facing Russia, the moral decadence, come from the West? Was that a sort of bit of pre-Olympics nationalist posturing or is it with us to stay, do you think? I think it is with us to stay. I don't think that was just a pre-Sochi thing. I think it is an element of the Putin doctrine of the third term, if you like, that because he's seen his support start to slip somewhat compared with previous years, he is appealing to the base, the core Russian audience, and trying to construct a narrative of, of Russia offering an alternative, a distinctive Slavic alternative based around its own history and culture and what he's presenting as an alternative value system. And that, I think, is something that's that's going to be here to stay. I don't think it was specifically to do with Sochi. It was really reacting to the changes within Russia itself and uh, in terms of his support. Catherine? I agree with Neil on this, especially if we look at Mr Putin's actual record since starting his third term. I think there's a lot of evidence for that. The rhetoric around a decadent West and building up Europe and the US as enemies is nothing recent. That's something that he has been doing for a few years now, and I'm afraid that's not something that is going to disappear. I'm going to put you both on the spot and not ask you who's going to come top of the medals table. But do you think in a year's time this will have deemed to have been a great success for Russia and for President Putin? Looks like the weather might be one very important factor. So far, things have been okay, but if temperatures rise any further and athletes' concerns over the snow become a real problem, then we'll have a series of negative news coming out of Sochi about the sports itself, and that might be a problem. Otherwise, I think a year from now, yes, it's, it's absolutely possible that the Games will be remembered as a success. I think it's quite possible the Games will be remembered as a success, provided nothing goes wrong between now and the end of the Games. But I think in terms of how Russia is perceived, as I said earlier, I think a lot depends on how Russia behaves on a number of other issues, what's happening in its near abroad, on Syria, on Iran. I think those kind of things will continue to define how we see Russia and how the West treats Russia over the coming year. And if there are negative developments in those areas, then I think they could quite quickly undermine any benefit to Russia's image from the games. On the other hand, if Russia is seen as playing a constructive role in in those areas, then I think uh, Sochi could help to contribute to an improvement in Russia's image in the coming year or so. Thank you very much to both of you. That's it for this week. My thanks to Catherine Hiller in Moscow and to Neil Buckley here in London. World Weekly is produced by Katie Carney. Till next week. Goodbye. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.